Hey there, I'm Beverly Sartain, and this is the Holistic Coach Legacy Podcast, where you get support in being an impactful and confident coach. In today's episode, we are talking with Nadia Ibrahim Tani about LinkedIn. I'm so excited to share these tips and tools with you about one of my favorite social media platforms, which is LinkedIn. Uh, Nadia and I have an awesome discussion here about how to best use LinkedIn. And I hope that you enjoy this tremendously. Grab some pen and paper, take some notes, and I'm encouraging you to take at least one tip that you hear and apply it to your LinkedIn profile. Much love to you. Thank you for being here. Welcome, Nadia. It's great to be here with you today. Thanks, Bev. You too. Yep. Super excited to have you on the podcast and for us to be chatting about LinkedIn because you know how I feel about LinkedIn. I love it. Um, So I'm really grateful to have you here and for us to chat about LinkedIn. And also just so the the listeners know that um, we know each other because you have participated in the Holistic Coach Certification Program. um, And now you're doing wonderful things with your career coaching and helping people set up their businesses. And so it's just always a joy to be with you. Thank you for being here. Yes, thanks for having me. I so appreciate you. Wonderful, dear. So um, where would we like to begin talking about LinkedIn for your coaching business? Yeah, yeah. So as a career coach, of course, I'm going to be the hugest advocate of folks getting on LinkedIn Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and and using that as your primary source of social media. But I think as well, um, whether it's your job seeking and, and you're looking to develop your own career or to search for folks that are looking for coaching, um, that's one of the things that I love about LinkedIn the most. So it, it really is an all-encompassing platform where you can um, have some brand representation and visibility, some brand presence on you as a coach and what you offer and how those offers resonate with people. Um, but then as equitably such as a, in, in, in my case, um, you know, a job seeker um, or mm-hmm. anybody who's looking for coaching, um, it's a really nice professional way to be able to um, assess if this coach is going to be right for you. And as we know from coaching, that really is the number one thing um, that I always advocate, you know, of, of coaches looking for is, yes, there are lots of coaches out there, not all created equally and not all going to serve you the best, right? Um, and so finding that authentic and genuine connection with your coach really does start um, in, in an online search. Beautiful. Yeah, I think we both have niches where LinkedIn makes a lot of sense. You know, so for somebody listening, you definitely want to think about who you're serving and what platforms they may be visiting. I truly love LinkedIn because obviously with coach certification, we work with a lot of professionals that are wanting to increase their skill set in some sort of way. And so for you with the career coaching, like this is why LinkedIn makes a lot of sense. It's it's just such a um, professional platform. You use that word too. And not that some of the other uh, platforms don't have professionals on them, but what I love about LinkedIn is that it's geared towards 
people who are professionals, people who are wanting to advance their skill set, people that want to find a job. You know, I think it's just people are looking for that there. So if you if your niche resonates with that or if your offers resonate with that, I definitely think that LinkedIn can be a great platform to use. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think you brought up a good point, you know, that we definitely talk a lot about marketing and advertising and how do we get us as coaches into the world so that people can actually find us. And it really is kind of doing that reverse engineering thing, right, of finding and, and, and figuring out who are the people you want to serve and where are they showing up the most consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I have an Instagram, I have, you know, <laughs> um, Pinterest and all the other social media platforms. And for me, it's it's just inbound links, right? It's just links that exist in the universe. And if people find it on the big World Wide web, great. Um, but everything either links back to my website, um, which has a very controlled um, kind of messaging and, and, and brand representation or to my LinkedIn. Um, so I think, you know, I, I as, as you brought up, Bev, um, work with folks that are just starting their businesses. And the first thing mm-hmm. that people want to do is run out and make a website. To be fair, that was the first thing I did. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, but I was very intentional with what I wanted my website to be and what I wanted it to represent. And I knew what I wanted already in my mind because I knew my demographic. I knew my niche. I knew what the messaging needed to be. Um, And so for me, really, my number one source is LinkedIn. And then my secondary source is my website. And so for a lot of coaches that either are looking to start a business with no or little money, or just don't have the marketing background like I do, um, to make a website, LinkedIn very greatly serves that website URL um, um, need, right? Um, yeah. That you can really make LinkedIn almost kind of like your primary website until you have a, a secondary website. I love that you say that because, you know, lots of people have this conversation with me too yeah. about <laughs> feeling like they can't get started, they can't get visible, they can't put themselves out there if they don't have the website. And I love this um, strategy of using the LinkedIn URL as this is a place you can send people and that that can be a starting point while you work on your website so that you don't hold yourself back from moving forward. So that's fantastic. So I, it's also interesting that you really showcase LinkedIn even more so before your website. So I'm curious, like what are some of your favorite features on LinkedIn? Yeah, that's a good question. So I kind of trialed all of my content on LinkedIn first. (laughs) Um, So I figured out like, what was I actually offering? um, What kind of content resonated with the folks that were on LinkedIn, which is my career coaching audience. Um, And then just overall design and kind of like I said, that brand messaging that people needed to hear to feel comfortable moving through the buyer journey, right? From people who didn't know me at all to people who had known me in a previous professional life or personal life um, and are now kind of revisiting the coaching conversation. Um, So I I launched all of my blog content on LinkedIn first, all of my packages on LinkedIn first. 
Um, so I wrote um, this year 52 LinkedIn articles, which if it I... sounds like a lot, it was. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, you know, um, next year I'll be bringing on a few blog writers who will help me with my blog. But it was yeah. really important at the beginning of starting my business for that message and that tone and that narrative to come from me as the coach directly. Um, I, I thought that was genuine. I thought it was authentic. And it, it helped me figure out how I needed to position myself in the market to differentiate myself from every other career coach online, because there are a heck of a lot of career coaches online. Mm -hmm. um, so one of the features that really served me well was LinkedIn articles, as, as you pointed out, Bev. Um, LinkedIn makes it very easy to show up. Um, you can show up in a written content, um, like a blog article or a post. Um, you can show up in more of a networking way, like interacting and messaging with mm -hmm. folks. Um, so, so I really appreciated a more long form content. Um, I, I know that's not very Gen Z friendly, um, mm -hmm. but I think when it came to career coaching and being able to touch on some pretty heavy subjects, um, you know, within coaching um, and, and vulnerability specifically, um, the long form content made the most sense. Um, so for me, I, I, I think LinkedIn offers a multitude of ways to yeah. get your brand out there um, and to trial things, just try things. Um, you know, say in entrepreneurship, if you can t sell 10 of something, you probably got something good, right. um, do more of it. Um, so there were a lot of things that I tried on LinkedIn from a coaching perspective um, that just didn't work. Um, and before I put it on my website and before I put advertising dollars behind it, um, LinkedIn was that platform that I could get immediate and authentic results back from. That's so smart, Nadia, that you did that. Like, I just applaud you for using that space to try things on and then taking that feedback and then applying it to other areas of your business. Like, thank you so much for sharing that with us because I think that's a great um, strategy to suggest to other people. So thank you for that. So I want, I want us to think about like the person who's never started a LinkedIn account. So they don't have a profile. They don't have anything. So if someone was starting from scratch, what would you say are the top three things that they should do? Sure. I think one is to think about what is your purpose of being on LinkedIn? Um, I work with, you know, university students all the way up to retired folks. And I'm here to tell you, everyone has a LinkedIn profile. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, even if you are not looking for a job, even if you are not looking to grow your business, um, LinkedIn is that professional URL. Um, it's going to get preferential ranking from Google. Um, so as opposed to my beyonddiscoverycoaching.com website, which nobody from an SEO perspective has heard of, LinkedIn ranks very highly on Google and other search engine rankings. And so it's important just to A, take that URL, make it your own, mm -hmm. um, but then B, just have it. Um, and when you need it, it's already there. And if you don't need it, that's fine. It's just something that's passively running in the background so that if anyone ever Googles you, um, your LinkedIn profile is your professional representation. So I think one is just to know the value and the um, significance that LinkedIn has within the social media space. Um, at the end of the day, it is still social media, right? So it's meant mm -hmm. to be fun. It's meant to be a networking tool. Um, 
you know, it's, it's a great opportunity to learn as well about, you know, um, organizations, companies, other people in your spacing um, that, that can be helpful for you, not only as a job seeker, of course, you know, people who use LinkedIn to find jobs, but then also as a business owner um, to connect with others in your niche, in your industry. Um, so I think one, get one right. <laughs> would be would be my, my first advice. Two is to really think authentically about how you want to show up in the LinkedIn space. So it's not enough to just have a profile, um, but to then to couple it with what do you want to represent on LinkedIn? Um, you know, for, for me, I spend about 30 to 45 minutes every single day, which I know sounds like a lot, but usually it's over a morning cup of coffee or you know, mm-hmm. an afternoon tea, um, where it's not about quantity. It really is about quality, where I go through my LinkedIn feed and I am genuinely excited and congratulatory to, to folks that I've worked with who've gotten new jobs or coaches that I work with who've landed new clients, right? And showing up, as we always talk about in coaching, um, consistently and powerfully does not go unrecognized, right? Right. So the more that you put into the platform from an authentic and genuine way, um, don't just show up for the sake of doing it, actually be genuine with your you know, presence, um, the more that will eventually come back to you. Um, and then the last thing I think is to really um, let LinkedIn do the work. LinkedIn is a fantastic platform for pushing people to full profile completion. Um, they have like a nice little sliding bar as every time you log into the platform, it's going to give you more to do's. Um, if you like homework, LinkedIn will give it to you. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, and so long as you keep, keep, keep improving and, and keep progressing in your LinkedIn journey, um, from profile creation to brand presence and networking connectivity, um, it is really going to serve you well. That's awesome. Those are fantastic concepts to think through to get the best use out of it. So now let's think about the person who already has a LinkedIn profile like me. What would you suggest that I look at in order to perhaps update or revise the profile? Sure. Yeah. So one of the things that's really important to understanding LinkedIn is optimization. So LinkedIn is one big database, whether you are a user, so someone who is seeking people or connections or companies, or if you are a company organization, or in most cases, an HR recruiter who is trying to find talent, right? So, you know, I'm going on here to hire somebody for an entry-level marketing job. Um, or maybe I'm, I'm looking for my own career coach, so I'm typing in keywords to try to find people. Um, so once you understand that LinkedIn is one big database, it really is about optimization. So what areas of your LinkedIn profile are optimized towards um, whatever it is you're trying to achieve? So I know, Bev, I know your profile really well. I know my mm-hmm. profile really well. One of the, the, the best areas for optimization is your profile's headline. Um, if you don't change it, it's just your name and then defaults to whatever your current professional position is. Um, so teacher or you know police officer or whatever. Um, don't let it sit that way. Um, that's 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 not a very optimized way of of getting your profile out there. Um, change it to the key search terms that you know folks are going to be looking for. Change it to things that mean something to you. Um, so like I have my business name in my headline. Um, I'm also a resume writer, a LinkedIn optimizer. Um, you know, interviewing expert, right? Those are the words that people are going to be searching for when they're looking for a career coach. Um, 
So I make sure that I have that optimized in that key search terminology in my headline. I also have it optimized in my about section. I also have mm -hmm. it optimized in my profile and other areas, right? Um, so it really is kind of thinking about, yes, you have a profile, but how is it serving you? Um, is it ranking? Are people seeing it? Um, do you feel um, that it is good yourself, right? Right. <laughs> the, the, the amount of people that I, I work with who say, I know my LinkedIn's terrible, but I just don't know how to make it better, right? Mm -hmm. So take the time to figure out, well, why do you think it's terrible? And, and how can you make it less terrible, right? right um, exactly. You know, try to do that every single time you log in um, with small incremental changes, um, and, and, and it will begin to become optimized. I will say, um, I literally go through iterations of my LinkedIn profile. Um, I wouldn't say daily, but at least weekly, if not monthly, just mm -hmm. to try new things, right? Try new hashtags, try new optimized words, um, try all the new features of LinkedIn, right? Um, like I said, LinkedIn is an algorithm. It is a platform. It is a database. The more you use it, um, Similarly, like with Instagram and Reels, the more Reels you post, the more your other content gets picked up. Um, same with LinkedIn. The more the of, of the actual features that you use of LinkedIn, um, the more your content's going to get seen and then broadcast to your secondary and third network. Speaking of that, and not to sidetrack you from your, your answer here, but I saw that I've been getting more messages about monthly news letters. And so I was like, oh, this must be a new feature that LinkedIn is doing because I got invites from like five yep. or six different people <laughs> to join their newsletter. And so um, I haven't looked into it yet. Um, and I'm just curious if you have or if you have any other thoughts about that. Yeah, yeah. So I think newsletters are a really great way to consistently show up to your community, right? Um, mm -hmm. I, I know you have a, a newsletter, Bev. I have a newsletter um, that I run through my website um, where, where you know, folks sign up on the website. And so it's a little bit more of an opt-in process, right? Mm -hmm. um, versus LinkedIn. If, if you're connected with me, I apologize. You're getting my newsletter. Guys, <laughs> right? <laughs> Um, so I, I think, I think newsletters, you know, a lot of people are kind of habuff about it, like the newsletters at right. 1999. <laughs> um, but I see it as long as you're, you know, showing up consistently and not too much, right? We, we know don't show up too often unless you have something to say, yes. right? Um, that if you're showing up and you're providing value, whether that be, you know, free content, um, an offer, maybe a coupon or discount, um, or, you know, something that is going to resonate with your audience, you know, like a New Year's, like if you've been waiting, now is the time kind of message, right? Yes. Um, so situational awareness. Um, then, then newsletters have a fantastic value. Um, I, I think, you know, people think email is dead, right? That's that's the whole thing. Every, nobody's reading their emails anymore. No one's reading emails. Um, and and the, the data just doesn't support that. Mm -hmm. um, people do read emails, maybe not to full completion. Um, but at minimum, even if they don't open your email, they're just seeing your name in, you know, the, the, the inbox in a consistent basis and a consistent and powerful way. Um, eventually, somebody's going to click on that. Right. And, and then that's the we don't know how many times it takes for people to see us in order to finally click by. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so a newsletter is a really great way to stay consistent um, and, and, you know, showing up. 
Um, yeah. And as you're talking about it, I'm thinking what I can do is I can just repurpose maybe something that I write somewhere else and offer that as the LinkedIn newsletter that I do. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to give it a go. Thank you. Yeah, for that. absolutely. Well, <laughs> and you know, you brought up a good point with repurposing content. I think yeah. particularly if you're starting out on your own, which which most coaches do, um, you don't have an army of content creators, right? You 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 don't have a content you know writing team that is producing all this. It's usually you, um, and so it's totally okay to to repurpose and duplicate content in multiple places, like I do with my LinkedIn articles and my website on, you know, my, my blog on my website. Um, the newsletters that I send through my website will probably be the same newsletters that I will send over LinkedIn. Um, it really is about creating good content the first time around. Right. It's good and it resonates with people. Don't change the formula, right? I, I think that's where people get really lost in marketing. Um, is they keep trying to, you know, find the next big viral thing or, or what's going to hit big next. It really isn't about the, the, the big hits. It really is about small, consistent deliverables that authentically resonate with people. Beautiful. So I kind of sidetracked us there with that, but that just came <laughs> top of mind and I thought I would throw it out there. So in terms of updating the LinkedIn profiles, is there anything else you feel is important to share? Sure. Yeah. So if you're a job seeker, definitely tell people you're job seeking if, if you're in a safe environment to do so. So, you know, there are um, elements of LinkedIn where you can say you're open to work. You can, um, you know, put a badge on your profile picture, which will help you get ranked um, in HR searches. And then conversely, if you are offering a service on LinkedIn, um, I, I, I would advocate considering to change your profile um, format to a creator profile or a service profile, which is what I have. And, and that allows you to actually click through some drop down fields to say, what are the services and opportunities that you offer, right? So coaching or, you know, certifications or, you know, blog writing or, you know, whatever it is that you offer, um, you know, say that you do that. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> so the search engine can tell people, hey, you know, Nadia does um, LinkedIn optimization or profile creation. Mm -hmm. um, this might be a coach for you, right? Yep. Um, going really far back to over a year ago when I first found you, Bev, I think it was through LinkedIn um, that I was, you know, searching and um, trying to find, you know, other, you know, career coaches or other coaches, you know, in the holistic coaching space or ICF space or whatever space, right? Um, and because of that key search term optimization, um, the Holistic Coaching Institute came up for me. Um, mm -hmm. And then, you know, it's a buyer journey, right? It's what do I need to see next to move me through that funnel? Awesome. Really, really good. And what would you say was your best result that you have gotten from LinkedIn in terms of your career coaching business? Yeah, I think for, you know, career coaching, like I said, it's a very saturated market. And, you know, it really is about being able to differentiate yourself mm -hmm. um, in such a big market. Um, you know, I work predominantly with young professionals, traditionally 30 and 40 and under, um, where, you know, I have a lot of coaching friends that exclusively work at, at executive levels, right? So mm -hmm. those that are, you know, um, uh, career changers, or executives, um, you know, in, in the, the last five to 10 years of their career. Um, so LinkedIn is a way that you can really say who you are, 
um, what you're about and, and really communicate your why of, of why are you doing the things that you're doing? Why are you offering the things in which you're offering and, and how does it make sense for other people that you're trying to reach? Um, so I think for LinkedIn, what I set out to achieve um, was communicating who I was and who my brand is um, and giving people a way to experience me um, before actually working with me um, in, in, in keeping that in a helpful way. Um, so not just offering free stuff and then leaving and walking away, but offering things um, that are helpful for people and the supporting mechanisms like long form content and brand presence that that solidifies the, 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 the validity and, and professionalism that I have within the coaching space. Um, so I, I think it's it's definitely a platform that has helped me define what I want my business to be define who I want to be as a as, as a coach. Um, and then um, from a service perspective is a way that people that I have no connection to um, find me on LinkedIn and then secondary through my website. Well, I have to say just to anybody listening right now that we're going to have our LinkedIn um, URLs in the show notes. And so I would just encourage you to connect with Nadia, follow Nadia, because she really does such an incredible job on LinkedIn, just how she connects with people, what she puts out there, how she engages people. Like I see it all the time, Nadia, you know, because I, I always applaud you around it. But it's really great to just witness somebody who's working the platform in just a very efficient way, but also a very authentic way. Um, and so I just encourage people to do that right now um, so that you can see a real live demonstration of how to use LinkedIn and how to work the platform in a way that's going to be really lucrative for you. Yeah. 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 I, I, I love that, Bev. And, and, you know, I think the barrier to people, you know, doing the website and, and getting on, you know, TikTok and other things is, is either A, a lack of confidence or B, a lack of competency. Right. Mm -hmm. And LinkedIn is a platform that really accommodates any level of confidence or any level of competency. And the more that you use it, of course, you're going to build your confidence in the platform. Um, the more results that you see from it and the more time you take to learn um, what you can do on the platform is, of course, going to increase your competencies in that space. Um, so like with anything, um, it is a journey, not the destination. And I think, um, you know, enjoy it. Um, recognize that your profile probably doesn't look like mine and my pro profile probably doesn't look like Beverly's, right? Um, <laughs> and that's how it's supposed to be. Um, even though it is still a very templated approach, everybody has, relatively speaking, the same, you know, areas of LinkedIn and the, and the same um, boxes and whatnot. There really is a way that you can get into the game of LinkedIn without feeling that super pressurized, like, oh my gosh, right. you know, I don't know how to do this, or I, I don't feel confident in this, right? Um, that you you can totally use LinkedIn, never posting a single video or never using a you know video editor software, or you right. don't have to be, yes. you know, an amazing, yeah. you know, writer to get on LinkedIn, just try it. Right, I agree. That's what I like about it too, is, it's just starting with the profile and building that profile out. And, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here now telling you, look at Nadia stuff, 
look at my stuff, right? You don't have to reinvent the wheel. It's just starting to look at what does this person have in place that's um, working for them and that they spend time on because obviously they're spending time on it because it's lucrative in some sort of way. And so, you know, I think that's just a really good place to start is starting with the profile. I love that with LinkedIn, you know, it is very much about networking or connecting with people. Um, And so like for me, like one of the areas that's been really um, great is that I went from substance abuse counselor to coach. And so, um, and I tend to also pull in a lot of people who are social workers, therapists, counselors, you know, because again, it's a similar path to how I stepped into coaching. And so I love that I can connect with people that have done similar work as I have in the past and now say, hey, this is what I'm doing now. Just like you, Nadia, can connect with a lot of career coaches Mm -hmm. um, and, and connect with those people and see the differences of what they're working on versus what you're working on and how you can capitalize on the gaps in the market. So I just think like there's a lot of opportunity to connect and to network with people. Then there's opportunities to write and to do short videos on LinkedIn, if that's what you want to do. And then we've really spent a lot of time just building out our business page there on LinkedIn. And that's where we've been consistent in in what we post. And when I say consistent, it's like we usually post something once a week at least, you know, so I don't feel like this big amount of pressure with LinkedIn. Like I got to be posting all the time. I got to be putting myself out there all the time. Like I feel like that platform quite naturally allows for like the connection and the posting to unfold um, just in a way that feels good for me. Not that there's a lot of pressure around it. Any other thoughts on that? Yeah, I was just going to totally agree. I, I think that for me, LinkedIn is something that I'm excited about and yeah. I find fun. Um, you know, other social media platforms um, do feel like work. Um, I, I routinely, it's the day before my posting schedule and I'm like, oh God, I have to get out <laughs> some kind of Instagram or I have to get out something on Facebook, right? <laughs> Whereas like, because I'm, I'm ingrained into LinkedIn is a part of my ritualistic behavior every day. And because I'm showing up and, and people are showing up for me, right? And I think mm-hmm. that's when it starts getting fun. Yeah. Um, where, you know, one of my, my goals from a business perspective is, is to get more into blogging in the new year. I put out a call on LinkedIn, um, you know, hey, I, I want to get on four blogs in 2022. And I had four offers within 30 minutes. And I was awesome. like, hmm, maybe I should probably do five, <laughs> or maybe 10. Um, yeah. So, you know, again, it's the, the fun part about LinkedIn um, is, is not only what you receive from it, but honestly, what you are able to do for others. Um, and, and it really is a very rewarding, um, real platform. Um, you know, we often talk about in marketing, particularly around, you know, Instagram, for example, about the inauthenticity and the, and the spam and the bots. And are, are there, are these real people, right, that are following your page and, um, what's the actual engagement and whatnot? Um, and LinkedIn just does a fantastic job of, of really trying to regulate the authenticity of the platform where um, I really do feel like I have an authentic following of, of you know, last time I checked it was like 3,500. 3, um, but, but it feels real. You know, it's people that I genuinely know and it's people that like my content and I like their content um, and it feels very reciprocal. Yeah, those are such great points. I mean, what I'm really hearing loud and clear 
is that LinkedIn and the work that you're doing are very aligned. Like your people are there. It makes sense for you to be on there. And look, you're saying how like it's fun and more effortless for you to be there because of that. So I think that's really important for the listeners to hear. And then just also this idea again of like I was saying, it's it's professional people who are working on things or, you know, building a business or looking for their next job. So you put out, I want to do four guest blogs and boom, you get people responding to you, right? So it's it's because that's what's going on there. You know, mm-hmm. you do that on Facebook and you might get some similar results, but I don't know if it would happen that quickly. It's because we're like, we're working on building businesses or doing podcasts or doing blogs and we need people to help us do that. And, and LinkedIn helps you connect with the people that are also doing those things. So I just think that was really really awesome for people to hear. So in terms of your career coaching um, or the business setup stuff that you're doing, what would you like to share with the listeners so that they know how to get in contact with you and what offers you have available? Yeah, that's great. So I'm going to share with you all a free 30-day LinkedIn challenge um, because I wouldn't be a good LinkedIn advocate (laughs) if I didn't um, give you a challenge here. And it's it's a really fun way that I've developed, particularly with college students and young professionals um, who need that 30-day motivation of Mm -hmm. um, I need to be doing something every day, right? Um, LinkedIn, like I said, is a journey. It's not a destination. So it really is um, evolving as you yourself evolve as an individual and, and having that representation through your digital media and, and particularly LinkedIn is, is obviously important. Um, I do a lot of um, LinkedIn audits and mm-hmm. LinkedIn optimization sessions with clients. So I would say that's probably gonna be the number one most relevant package that I offer um, in, in, in this podcast today. Um, and um, you can go on my website, um, www.beyonddiscoverycoaching.com um, backslash services. Um, and really with the LinkedIn audit and optimization, a, exactly like you said, Bev, it, it could be someone who's never had a LinkedIn profile before. So it's just creating one, right? right? Um, so yep. That's step one. And then two, it's taking people um, um, who have some version of a profile and really elevating it to that next level. Um, this is particularly helpful helpful if you're starting a job search and you need to refresh your content. Um, you know, usually I do that in in couplet with a resume review and a resume audit to say, okay, what's new, what's on your resume, what needs to stay, what needs to go, what needs to be added, right? Um, so that there's a, there's a pretty defined synergy between your branded materials. Um, so your resume, your LinkedIn are each telling their own narrative, their own story. Um, so I also do LinkedIn, as you pointed out, Bev, um, as a business owner, you can create a secondary page outside of your personal profile. Right. Yep. Um, so I also help um, folks get their business page um, launched and off the ground as well. So probably the LinkedIn package and auditing would and, and optimization and elevization would be most helpful for our conversation today. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, other more transactional items, like I said, you know, interviewing, coaching, job search strategy, motivation, career exploration and clarity work, um, whether you are looking for your first job or your 18th job, right. <laughs> um, coaching can help. Um, you know, I, you know, even just starting my own business yep. um, was working with someone who had been doing a lot of um, coaching within the business world already. 
And just being able to have someone to bounce ideas off of, um, to talk about like, hey, is this crazy? Is this, is this like, I've not seen this anywhere else. Is there a reason for that? Because yeah. um, maybe it's not such a good idea or maybe it's the next best idea. Um, so I'm, I'm a firm advocate in my own life of using coaching um, and, and love sharing that with other people. That's wonderful. I just did a session today and it, there was planning and she was saying that, you know, she needs the accountability to move things forward. So I think coaching would be such a great fit for people that are looking for a job or looking for their next job or trying to get a promotion. So, um, yeah. and as you're talking, I'm thinking like, we should do the 30 day LinkedIn challenge and the holistic coach network. Nadia. Yeah. Let's talk absolutely. about that. We'll talk about that afterwards, but yeah, I think no, that I would be that. cool. And then if people want to do um, the optimization of their profile or get one started, like that could be the next step for them there. So we'll talk about that um, afterwards. But as far as your legacy is concerned, um, what are you hoping to give and do f to people or for people? Yeah. So I think, you know, we often talk about coaching, um, you know, in terms of scalability, right? It is about, for many coaches, servicing as many people as possible um, on, on the highest scale as possible, um, because we know that's how you make money, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, my coaching ethos is a little different since my coaching business um, is, is secondary to my full-time job. Um, and for me, it really is connecting with people um, that I normally would not get to connect with in my university job. Um, so getting to connect with the single mom, getting to connect with a 50 year old career changer, um, getting to connect with a veteran who just got out of the military and doesn't know how to, you know, repurpose their military skill to civilian life, mm -hmm. um, whether it be through resume or LinkedIn. Um, you know, were people who are very successful in their career and from a LinkedIn perspective and an online perspective have no visibility and representation at all, right? Um, so I think for me, you know, I, I was talking to a professor mentor the other day and, and we were talking about podcasting actually and, and some of my aversion to, to podcasting and, <laughs> and he was like, you know, Nadia, um, this is our living legacy, right? Doing these kind of conversations, our mm -hmm. blog articles, the work that we do with and for people, that is the work, that is the legacy. Um, and it may not be visible. You may not get to see that on a consistent basis. Um, but the way in which you show up in people's lives um, can really transcend your own experience. Um, and, and to say, you know, yeah, I just helped somebody with LinkedIn. Or I just helped them with a resume, right? Um, and then I'll never know what, how much that meant to them until five years later when they come back and said, you know, if you wouldn't have done that with right. me, I, I couldn't have moved forward. Yeah. Um, so I think from a legacy perspective, you know, I'm kind of living it every day, you know, mm -hmm. um, where it's, it's getting to do the things that excite and engage me, um, which is at the cornerstone of, of kind of design thinking and, and, and designing your life and your career. Um, and then being able to share that with others um, through my products, through my services, and just through my brand of who I am and, and the people I'm trying to attract. Um, that is the legacy. Beautiful. So well put. I'm so thankful that we're connected, Nadia. I, I just enjoy you so much and enjoy the work that you're doing into the world. And I'm, I'm happy to lift you up in any way that I can. Um, is there anything else that needs to be said or shared before we are complete with our episode. 
Well, just likewise, ditto. Thank you so much <laughs> for the opportunity. Um, again, you know, we're both in the mindset of get comfortable being uncomfortable. And, and for me, you know, showing up in this medium and in this space is, is definitely a growth opportunity. Um, and I'm just so appreciative of all of the many growth opportunities you have provided me in my own coaching career, but also life as well. Um, and just I'm so excited to continue our, you know, friendship and partnership um, between coaching um, and, and all the other fun things that we get to do together. Awesome, Nadia. Thank you for stretching yourself and doing things that are uncomfortable because you you just rocked it. So <laughs> <laughs> thank you for being with us. Thanks so much, Bev. Yeah. there's only one thing that you take away from today's episode, it's that LinkedIn is a fantastic platform to use in order to communicate with your ideal clients. You, of course, want to make sure that your ideal client lives on LinkedIn. Um, For us, we want to support professional people. And of course, LinkedIn is a fantastic platform for that. So encouraging you to take one tip or tool that you heard today and put it into action. And if you would like to further support our podcast, please share it with somebody that you know. Share this podcast with one person that you think could benefit from it. Thank you so much for being with us. And please remember that you can be purposeful and prosperous when you put a loving legacy out into the world. Enjoy your day. Thank you.